this thing about it was the right time to retire. Why? Why? He, he doesn't say why. He's spitting all over me. I didn't think that much of it. Quarterback. Remember that, Glazer. Quarterback. I'm the voice in the wilderness, Steve. Buck fans are killing me. They don't agree. Buccaneers fans, here he is, Ira Kaufman, the sage of Tampa Bay sports, the Baron of Big Storm Beer, Mr. Bill Curry Ford himself, the king of Newport Ritchie, Uncle Ira, the custodian of Canton. The Ira Kaufman podcast is here, presented by Bill Curry Ford. That's Tampa's first family of Ford, where you get $500, a $500 gift card for every custom order of a vehicle. No deposit necessary. GM Sean Sullivan is ready to help you, but the whole concierge custom order process, it's so easy, and it's all available for you to see and check it out. Even see a video from Sean at BillCurryFord.com. Curry is the family name, 62 years in Tampa, Bill Curry, C-U-R-R-I-E, Ford.com, Bill Curry Ford. Uh, used vehicles, Ira, the inventory is fantastic. And of course, they come with a nationwide lifetime warranty on new and used vehicles. So many great offers at Bill Curry Ford. The showroom's coming along. They buy cars. Now's a great time to sell. And uh, just get to BillCurryFord.com. 0% financing is available on uh, for a President's Day sale on a lot of different models. So that's a tremendous savings. Way to beat inflation at Bill Curry Ford. Big Storm Beer, that's the official beer of the Ira Kaufman podcast. Try Big Storm Beer. The Bromosa, the Tangerine IPA is in the stores. It's their top seller, Big Storm Brewery. So many great offerings. Check them all out at BigStormBrewery.com. Our draft party, first night draft party, Sage. First night, April 27th, Big Storm Brewery in Ybor City. The location will be open soon. A lot of fun up ahead, Sage. And I want to let everybody know that uh, you are gutting it out. The Sage finally has been horse-collared by COVID for the first time. But here he is. So how you doing, Ira? I, I thought uh, I was going to outrun this thing. You know, you talk to people, everybody's had it. And uh, my wife and I hadn't had it till this weekend. And, of course, what's the first thing? You start thinking about, how the hell did I get this thing? Was I at a party? Was I there? Was I there? Well... Mr. Springsteen, Wednesday night, 19,000 of my closest friends, Steve. And if uh, if this guy's listening to me, section 101, row W, seat 13, the guy weighed about 280. He had a mask on. He would take it off. He'd put it back on. That was a bad sign. He's screaming at the top of his lungs to every song. Do I want to hear him or do I want to hear the boss? I paid a lot of money. I don't need to hear this yokel. He's spitting all over me. I didn't think that much of it. And then three days later, boom, uh, like a ton of bricks. So if our listeners haven't had it, stuff he knows, muscle ache, sleeping a lot, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to tough it out, Steve. I'm here and I'm not I'm not going to miss this podcast because the little little stupid COVID. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, the sage has spoken. Uh, doesn't sound like a guy retiring, Ira. You kind of sound like Tom Brady. Who, uh, uh, who who just can't spit out that he's quitting football. But we appreciate it, Ira. We know you're going to come out on the other side of this, uh, fired up, stronger than ever. And, of course, back on the tennis court, hopefully in a week or so. So uh, we wish uh, you and your wife the best. And, you know, before you know it, you'll be drinking a Big Storm beer again 
and we're fired up for that draft party ebor location again not open yet they should be open in a week or so but that's where the draft party is going to be beautiful stuff and soon we'll have pictures of the new location on joebucksfan.com they'll be out on social media follow big storm on social media at big storm odessa at big storm clearwater cape coral orlando and you can see all the cool things going on and their food bigstormbrewery.com sage a weird week in the aftermath of tom brady retiring for a few reasons number one and lee d camper is going to join us in the next podcast because we're going to keep this short for you ira and uh Lee was coming back from Vegas at the Pro Bowl, and he'll tell us about some of the stuff that he ran into there and learned about the Bucks. But Tom Brady, he emerged, showed up on a Fox property. Of course, he's got that contract with Fox. He emerged on FS1, Colin Cowherd's show. And, of course, he was asked about retirement. And what does Brady say? He's asked a direct question Hey, Tom, you know, a lot of people were skeptical. Is this it? Are you 100% retired? He wouldn't answer the question. Okay. All he did was, uh, you know, repeat that he retired last week, and that was about it. And that, uh, you know, he's looking forward to the future. A lot of good opportunities. He also paused before he answered. And then they asked him, where were you the moment you retired? You know, what was that decision like? Tell me about that. He wouldn't answer the question. And to continue this, Ira... Peter Schrager on his NFL.com podcast, you know, he's the host of uh, NFL Network's uh, Good Morning Football. He revealed on his podcast that Brady's video that he put on social media, I'm retiring, was recorded days in advance. Yet Brady talked about, hey, I woke up this morning and wanted you guys to be the first to know. Schrager said it was recorded days in advance. So he's playing games there. And then he's on his podcast last night with Jim Gray. And he says unequivocally, no, 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 no. Uh, he dis- disputes uh, Jim Gray saying he mentally was checked out of the game. He said that, uh, no, 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 no. I-, I can still play and I love playing football. It was just a decision that it was the right time. It's like the guy can't say that he's quitting, Ira. What do you make of all this? I want a little straight talk, Steve. Uh, I don't think that's too much to ask. What he's done is give uh, Buck fans... You know, some tantalizing hope that, uh, you know, the Bucks will be uh, five and four, you know, in November. And, and here comes Brady. I don't think that's going to happen, Steve. I don't think it'll happen with another team either. But, Steve, what, what I'm startled about, and, and I really don't have an answer, why isn't he working for Fox this fall? Why has it got to be the fall of 2024? There's no answer. Don't you have enough time, Steve, between now and August? To get your act together uh, and turn into a top-notch analyst? Are you worried about bumping Greg Olson? Are you you're feeling guilty about it? You never get a straight answer, Steve. This thing about it was the right time to retire. Why? Why? He, he doesn't say why. He doesn't say uh, it's taken a physical toll on him. He doesn't say that he's lost the hunger to compete. In fact, he says quite the opposite. So he never quite closes the door, Steve. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose. You know, didn't he once say uh, 90% of the things I say are untrue? And maybe he's proven it, Steve. But, you know, if you're done, you're done. And he went out of his way to say, this is it. I'm not reneging on this one like I did uh, last year. I got to think he's done. But, Steve, I got to say, the explanations, they don't really hold a lot of water. First, I just want to make sure that everybody knows I have no hope. Lee has no hope that Tom Brady's coming back. We believe he's done for the Bucks. 
And that's all that really matters to me. But it is bizarre. And it does feel like uh, he would be primed to all of a sudden return to football, which is just very strange. He just can't say, I'm, I quit. He just can't do it. I thought it was odd that he appeared in public so quickly, Ira. You thought he might have stepped away for a guy who isn't going to be calling the games for Fox. Why is he out there so quickly like this, telling everybody that he still loves football? It's just really strange. You know, at least I was pleased to hear that his father uh, did an interview. I listened to that and they pushed his dad on saying, oh, do you think he should uh, retire as a patriot? And his father said, no, I, I, I don't see the point. And yeah, he you know really cares for Robert Kraft, but he cares for the Glazers quite a bit too. And yeah, I don't see the point. So it was nice to hear that Brady uh, has that love for the Bucks ownership that we have heard about. Uh, so I don't think his father's conning anybody, but uh, no Brady for the Bucks, Ira, but it is fascinating. And I'm sure more truths and misdirections will be coming out as the time goes by. Maybe he wants to go into Canton as a Buccaneer. Can you see me in that room in 2028? Looking around at 48 voters and looking at me like, hey, you're going to waste our time or you're going to say Tom Brady and sit down. And I guess I'm going to sit down, Steve. That's something that you don't do unless it's a Tom Brady, unless it's a Jim Brown, unless it's a Lawrence Taylor. You don't fool around and you don't want to presume that all you got to do is say the guy's name because uh, that can backfire on you. But it's not going to backfire for Tom Brady. I'll see if I can talk him into going into the hall as a Buccaneer, Steve. Don't count me out. <laughs> I don't count you out. I, I, I would love to see you in that room in 2028. Everybody respecting the sage as they should. And like I said, you might be uh, presenting the Damakang Su in that same class. So uh, I think you're the guy to do it. Steve, I've been thinking about Levante David. I think I'm going to write a column about it. And Buck fans, have, they have to understand, Steve. I think you do understand that, you know, for 10 or 12 years, the Bucks were irrelevant irrelevant so for most of Levante david's buck career they were irrelevant well you know one primetime game nobody talking about them until brady arrived and that's going to hurt Levante david uh in terms of canton it's going to be a tough slog for Levante david whether that's fair or not that's just the way it is he's not an all-decade player i think he's in the shadow of luke keekley Steve, whether that's fair or not, Bobby Wagner, perhaps, and he just doesn't—he doesn't have those—he uh, doesn't have those trophies. He doesn't have those signposts that you're looking for. The All Pros, the Pro Bowls, he doesn't have it. What he has is uh, an incredibly consistent career, durable, one of the all-time tackle leaders. He's got that going for him, Steve. But I just want Buck fans when they start thinking, you know, five years down the road. It's going to be hard for Levante David. Not impossible, but it's going to be hard, Steve. Yeah, I really think it comes down to the the Hall of Fame voters' decision whether tackles matter. Do tackles matter? Uh, That really is the answer for Levante David. Because if they feel it doesn't matter, uh, they're really not that important, then he has no choice. But if you want to accept tackling like you would accept rushing yards, or uh, interceptions. I don't think we would leave a top 10 interception leader in NFL history off the Hall of Fame. Levante David, when he's done, he very well could be in that top eight category, top six uh, all-time tackling. So we got to decide yeah. if that's that's legit. And, and, you know, and Levante David, of course, Steve, is going to be the subject of much speculation in the next two months 
Uh, he's not under contract. Steve, the Bucks have to figure out which direction they're going. Steve, if they get a Derek Carr and want to take another run at this thing, and then you always point out a wretched division is a factor. It is a factor, Steve. I can't argue that. And you know me. I think they should take a step back, but it's a terrible division. They get Derek Carr, they're going to be favored to win the division for the third straight year. Steve, that's a fact. And, you know, at that point, you, you probably want to hold on to Levante David. If you're going in a different direction, he, he's probably going to play for another team next year. Looking at the offensive line, I wanted to ask you this. If the Bucks were to decide we want to keep the line intact, you're looking at three guys over 30. 30 and over with Shaq Mason, Donovan Smith, and Ryan Jensen. And that's probably a bad idea. You know, just just for a team where they are, it's probably a bad idea. And if we accept that, is Donovan Smith the guy you just say, you know, enough's enough? He's made 131 starts, including playoffs. Injuries ran him down a little bit. He's due a ton of money. It's not guaranteed. 2023 is the last year of his deal. I'd rather have him instead of Shaq Mason. No one's going to trade for Smith at that contract, or so should we just let him go? Uh, the the advantage the Bucks have, Ira, is that Smith is not guaranteed the contract, so they could hold on to him all the way through training camp and see what happens, and then uh, either deal him or keep him or dump him. But then, of course, you don't have that salary cap flexibility. I'm just going to ask you right now, Ira, what do you do with Donovan Smith or Shaq Mason if you assume you can't have three guys over thirty? I think Smith's very vulnerable, Steve. Very vulnerable. And, and I'll tell you why. You know, he's got the durability. Nobody can question that. Uh, it's fantastic durability. At a tough position, he's getting beat up all the time. So you got to give him that. You got to give him his, his kudos for that. He plays hurt. It's not like he's never been hurt. You got to respect that about Donovan Smith. But, Steve, last year, he went downhill. There's no question about it. He had played well once Brady arrived those first two years and maybe even the last year with Jameis Winston. He, he seemed to have reached another level. I thought maybe he was a top 10 left tackle for those three years. He wasn't in 2022. That's an alarming sign when you're that age. He's got a lot of wear and tear, Steve. He's been around since 2015. It's a long time for an offensive lineman. He's eaten up some salary now. You'd say, well, you can't just go out and get a left tackle very easily. You can't, but I think they got to get younger there, Steve. they got to get younger up front. I think Shaq Mason's got some good football left, maybe two years. Ryan Jensen, I don't think should go anywhere. I think they need him for setting the tone. I think Gus Smith's the odd man out, Steve. I do, too. Um, I would be very interested to see if Smith would be willing to restructure his contract. You know, take a big pay cut to stick around and maybe the Bucks squeeze something out of him in a contract year. But again, you only do that if you're trying to win the division and you're in an all-in mode and they probably aren't in that same way or they can't afford to be. So yeah, I think he's odd man out. And Ira, it's February. And you know what? I mentioned the month because every month it's important to know Florida's Elite Restoration is there for you 24-7. Florida's Elite Restoration.com. You can call them on the phone 24-7. They will be out at your property to give you a free evaluation assessment of that disaster that just came out of nowhere. Flood. Floods are brutal. Fire, wind damage, mold damage, mold. They are licensed mold remediation specialists. All kinds of issues. Florida's Elite Restoration.com. 
owner Josh Martinira. Hopefully he comes out to the draft party. Big Bucks fan. More important, 14 years he has in the insurance industry as an adjuster. Now he's on your side and he will battle it out with the insurance companies on your behalf. And uh, he's got 500 bucks for you. If you mention Joe Bucks fan or Ira Kaufman, when you call and get that free assessment, if you end up needing their services, he'll give you $500 toward your deductible or $500 cash back. If it's just a repair, Josh is great. He's got a great crew. You know, he's very careful about the people that he picks to work on his team. They can get any job done, small, large, honest assessment. It's what you want. Steve, your home's your biggest investment. You might fudge around on some other things, but you can't mess around with your house. That's your life savings is poured into it. If you even think you might have a small problem, uh, go get it diagnosed from Florida's Elite Restoration. You'll appreciate their honesty. Ira, your column was very interesting, very strong, very powerful. You know, reiterating your choice of, hey, you know, Make the play for the long, long term. You know, don't screw around. It's a great time to do it. And the people driving the bus are the Glazers. I can only imagine Jason Light reading your column saying Jason Light might be a little conflicted. Uh, this is above his pay grade. It's coming to the Glazers. They're going to make the directional calls for the team. And maybe that's not anything new, but it certainly is uh, front and center this year. The question I had for you is that ultimately there are multiple glazers and just like fans i think this might be the year where they all don't agree do you think the glazers will have a united front on what they want to do it'll be a very interesting conversation you're right brian joel and avi darcy uh they might all be coming from it uh in a different direction but steve let's be honest the big profits for nfl owners don't come from ticket sales they they don't uh, they're guaranteed all that TV money before the gates even open. This is all about the Glazers, Steve. And, and the reason I said it was above uh, Jason Light's pay grade, and certainly above Todd Bowles' uh, pay grade, look at Jason Light, Steve, in these discussions with ownership. And suppose, you know, a couple of Glazers are saying, well, let's go with Trask and see if he's any good. Steve, is, does Jason Light have a problem with that? He drafted the guy. We don't know much about Trask. A lot of fans have turned on him. Now, you know my point, Steve. I said they weren't going to go from Brady to Trask, but things have changed. This is no longer uh, an elite football team. It's an 8-10 and 10 football team. So then you can go from Brady to Trask. Not, a, not if you're a, a 12-5, and five, you, you don't go from Brady to Trask because 12-5 and five tells you you got a very good roster. 8-10 and 10 in a terrible division tells you you don't steve so everything's changed in my mind uh, about how to proceed this is a glazer call i'm not sure which way they're gonna go i don't know if they can suck it up and, and take a, a potential hit maybe trask can get the job done if he can steve it, it's a tremendous feather in light's cap so why should he mind that why should light mind that unless he already knows that trask is not the guy and can he really know that at this point, can he? I don't know. I don't think anybody can know anything necessarily, but I just wanted your perspective on it, Ira. And another part of that is years ago, and I think you probably remember the story, but years ago, it was said that the Glazers told Mark Dominic and Raheem Morris, you guys can set the course of the franchise, but if you think short-term 
Like if your focus is short-term and free agents and we can do this now, then we're going to think short-term, which is, well, then you better deliver. Otherwise, our view of you and your job security is short-term. And on the flip side, they said, if you think long-term, we'll think long-term. And that was sort of framed around the fact that the Bucks went 10 and 6 in 2010 and they didn't go all in with free agents. Julius Peppers was on the table that offseason, and the Bucks could have used the pass rush and the veteran uh, leadership, and they could have gotten some other veterans, but they didn't do that in 2011. They were still thinking long-term, and it probably backfired. Do you think Bulls and Light might get a similar kind of line from the Glazers? Like, hey, if you guys want to you know, think short-term, we're good with that. If you want to go long-term, we'll support you and be patient with you. I'm not, I'm not going there, Steve. I'm not going there. I, I don't think Todd Bowles at this point can feel very secure uh, in his job. I don't think he can. Eight and ten with Brady. Uh, we'll see what he does uh, with with a Derek Carr or, or uh, a Garoppolo uh, or a Trask. You know, four and thirteen is four and thirteen, Steve. Uh, it's going to be a problem for Todd Bowles if it happens. Now, should he go nine and eight and win the division with Kyle Trask, Steve? That's a whole new ball game. That's a whole new ball game for, for Todd Bowles. All of a sudden, he's showing the Glazers something with a young, untested quarterback, and he's going nine and eight. Not bad. I don't care how bad the division is. So, as far as Jason Light's concerned, I, I think the Glazers still have faith in, in Light. He's made his bad free agent signings, he's made his bad draft picks, but he's made good ones too, Steve. It's checkered. For two or three years, he, he was golden. He, he was really doing uh, some great things with the Antoine Winfield and the Tristan Wirfs of the world. This past year, not so much. The year before, not so much. I think they still have faith uh, in Jason Light. I don't think Light's going anywhere, Steve. Ira, you mentioned 8-10 uh, and 10 with Tom Brady. You know, there's the 80 for Brady movie out there. Maybe that's the Todd Bowles movie title, 8-10 and 10 with Tom Brady. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, Steve. I got invited to the premiere, but we didn't go. I'm glad because we probably would have got COVID at that thing too steve. Um, I, I thought i was gonna outrun this thing steve i really did i almost made it through three years uh of a pandemic and uh it finally got me steve it finally got me ira do you think as it relates to the glazers that maybe a bar has been set in their minds as it relates to todd bowles that they look at what happened in the nfc south this year with the other teams they all went seven and ten with major adversity or in a rebuild kind of mode so do you think maybe they'd say, you know what, Todd, you can go young and we can make some changes and we have to make some changes to fit the salary cap and all that. But uh, you know what, Todd, you better go seven and 10 because all the other teams just went seven and 10. So that's the bar for you. Do you think they could have something like that in mind? I think that's a fair point, Steve. And of course, when the season began, you know, I saw the Falcons coach at the March meetings in Palm Beach and it sounded like he was preparing for 2020 or 23 or 24 and then he was kind of resigned to go in uh, 5 and 12 well he won 7 games he did a good job I mean they were very competitive for about 2 thirds of the season Steve Atlanta and then Mariota fell apart and they fell apart but they won 7 games Steve and maybe just maybe they found a young quarterback that they can work with in this Ritter kid maybe I'm not sold on him but he did some good things down the stretch but I don't see anybody and the Saints are a mess, Steve. I mean, what a mess the Saints are. They don't know what to do with Winston. He's not coming back for Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen wants nothing to do with Jameis Winston. They got to let Dalton go as a free agent. 
Maybe the Bucks pick up Dalton to back up Trask. If that happens, Steve, I'm playing Trask. I'm not playing Dalton. That's silly. That's stupid. Trask can learn some things from Dalton. Another voice. Fine. But I'm not starting Andy Dalton. Let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves, Steve. A few more questions for you. First, I want to remind everybody, Florida's EliteRestoration.com. That's your source. That's where you go. That's where you turn 24-7 when you have a disaster in your home, flood, fire, water, mold. Uh, remember, most insurance carriers require you to mitigate damages immediately. You can't just sit around for a month and get to it later. Florida's EliteRestoration.com. Call them. We talked about them earlier. Florida's EliteRestoration.com. Sage, does it disturb you? And I don't need a long answer. Does it disturb you? Does it raise a red flag for you that the Bucks haven't hired an offensive coordinator yet? Yes, it does. You know, at a certain point, guys are flying off the board. I don't think it's a stretch, Steve, to say in the wake of Brady's uh, supposed retirement, supposed, you know, this is not a coveted job for an offensive coordinator. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. We don't know how much security Bowles has. We don't know how the Glazers are looking at this team. Where's Munkin? Kellen Moore came and went. He wanted to go to the Chargers. Why wouldn't you? You know, Justin Herbert or, or Kyle Trask. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Where Where is the offensive coordinator? I think it's an indication this is no longer a, a glamour uh, organization. That doesn't mean that things can't turn around uh, rather quickly. You make the right moves, and you can turn things around quickly. But I'll say it again, Steve. By hook or by crook, I'm not going to rest until they get – a young quarterback to build around. I'm the voice in the wilderness, Steve. Buck fans are killing me. They don't agree. Uh, you can uh, go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, if you got a defense like the 49ers, if you got a defense like the 2000 Ravens, if you got a defense like the 2002 Bucks, Steve, those are few and far between. Other than that, you, you probably need a damn good quarterback. I mean, look who's in this game Jalen Hurts and Mahomes. For most of the season, they were one and two in the MVP race. Uh, Hertz was a very strong candidate until he got hurt, and now he's bounced back in the playoffs. So, and the Eagles didn't get Hertz in the first round, Steve. It, it can happen, and they had a starting quarterback when they picked Hertz. Steve, I've told you about Ron Wolf, Hall of Fame executive. His attitude towards the draft every year. I'm picking a quarterback every year. Might be fifth round. Might be seventh round. If the guy's any good, I can trade him. Strategy worked pretty good for Ron Wolf, Steve. Quarterback. Remember that, Glazer. Quarterback. Yeah, the Bucks certainly should draft a quarterback this year. Where? I don't know. But uh, it's got to be somebody, I would think, uh, that the, you know, the Blaine Gabbert years are over. But it all comes down to what the offensive coordinator wants to do. We don't know who that is. Steve, you saw uh, you saw the other day when I had a note that no buck quarterback has lasted more than uh, five years as a starter. Five consecutive years. That That's it. That's the limit. Five. They've been playing since 1976, Steve. Five years is the limit for buck quarterbacks. Testaverde, nobody beyond five. That's a weak number, Steve. Weak. Yeah, Winston got his five as well. So, right, yeah, right. not uh, that's the second contract we're all talking about, and uh, you know that's the the streak continues. All right, Ira, look, I don't want to strain you. You have been heroic, uh, and uh, want to let everybody know that the Sage will be at the NFL Scouting Combine this year for the first time since 2016. 
Ira will be patrolling uh, the halls with every mover and shaker in the NFL. It's going to be quite a sight, quite an education, and we've got quite a, an assortment of interviews we're going to be lining up. So uh, exciting times with the Sage, who's going to be demanding some quality steak dinners. We know that. Looking forward to it, Steve. All right, Ira. Feel better. We will catch you later in the week. And, of course, hope, hopefully we will be talking about uh, Rondé Barber as a Hall of Famer later this week. If not, we will, uh, we will go to bat, uh, smacking all the haters around. And uh, we're hoping for you, Ira. We're pulling for it. You know, hopefully you come out on the other side celebrating with a little champagne. Uh, how many would this be if you got Rondé in the hall? How many, guys? Six. Uh, we'll know Thursday night, uh, NFL Honor Show, 9 o'clock. The guys will go up on stage, and hopefully uh, Rondé Barber will take his place. Let's see what happens Thursday night, Steve. Be good. We'll talk to you soon. Hola, amigos. Soy Randy Arosarena. ¿Sabías que Bill Curry Ford tiene cientos de nuevos Ford y vehículos usados para escoger? Sí, y puedes comprar con tranquilidad, porque todos vienen con una garantía nacional por vía del tren motriz. Obtenga cobertura de tren motriz durante el tiempo que sea dueño de su vehículo y 10 años de asistencia en carretera sin costo adicional para usted. Tienes un vehículo para intercambiar, Bill Curry Ford le dará hasta 5 mil dólares sobre KBB por su auto viejo y obtendrá su dinero inmediatamente. Además, ofrecen financiamiento garantizado interno. Mal crédito, sin crédito, no hay problema. Ellos pueden conseguir que usted apruebe y siempre obtienes el mejor servicio. Así que si estás buscando un vehículo nuevo o usado o que comprar en otro lugar, apresúrate a Bill Curry Ford, la primera familia de Ford en Tampa Bay. Fácil acceso en North Del Maverick Highway o comprar en línea en BillCurryFord.com. 